No, did you kill another one, Julia? Shut up, Kevin. It's not my fault. I found him that way. What was it? A parakeet. You sure kill a lot of animals for being a vegan chick. I have to get back to the floor. Hey, are, are you doing anything Friday night? I'm having some people over. My friend's getting married. On a Friday night? It's the rehearsal dinner. You need a date? Julia? And we're back on Local Arts and Facts. I'm Rachel Dunbar, and today I'm talking in the studio with Dr. Jason Morello, a local artist, writer, professor, and researcher. How are you today, Jason? I'm great, Rachel. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, it's always fun having you in the studio. Now, you're a local painter and professor at the Cleveland Institute of Art. You've shown your work all around Cleveland, but lately, you have also had shows in New York, St. Louis, and Barcelona. And now you have an art history book being released called Crossing Wires. That about sums up the last year. <laughs> <laughs> These would be major accomplishments for any artist. But there is something else that many of our listeners may not know. You mean that I'm so handsome? <laughs> yes, that's a, that is true, too. <laughs> you mean that I'm blind? You lost your sight as a child, right? When I was three years old. And in that introduction of your book, you talk about how you remember colors and shapes. My first memory is blue. And you experience something called synesthesia, which is also the subject of your book. Can you explain what that is? It's a phenomenon that's quite rare. At least there isn't much scholarship on it. Basically, it's where brain wires get crossed and we experience multiple sensations at once. One form of it is hearing colors. Hearing colors. Is that something you can only do because you're blind? No. Other people with perfect vision experience the same thing. Like I said, it's just rare. Damn it! The voicemail you have reached, Jason Morello, is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. Hi, Jason. It's me, Dora. I was hoping to catch you. I got your new number from a friend. I just heard you on the radio. I had no idea you were up to so much these days. Give me a call. I'd love to catch up. Shit. Hello. You've reached phone support. How can we help you? I'm calling to find out how I changed my phone number. <laughs> Come on, not today. Please, please, not today. Come on. Come on. Not today. Julia, I'm on my way to see a patient. Mom, my car won't start and I have to get to Ashley's stupid photo shoot rehearsal dinner. That's what happens when you don't get regular oil changes. I'm a bridesmaid. I don't have time to get oil changes. Your father and I already told you that we weren't going to keep giving you money for a car you don't take care of. Fine. Then can you give me money for an Uber? You could get a real job instead of working at that friendly pet's place. Pet friend. It's called pet friend, Mom. You clean bird cages for a living. I like working at the pet store. That doesn't mean your father and I have to fund your bad life decisions. Mom, I just need a ride to Stacy's rehearsal dinner. Where are you? The parking lot of my apartment building. Where's the dinner? The art museum. Can't one of your friends drive you? No, they're all out there already. Julia, why don't you just take the bus? The bus? Sorry, this is my first time on a bus. How do I pay? Put your money here. No change. Take a seat. 
where should I sit? Anywhere that's open. Excuse me. Sorry, pardon me. Sorry, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. <coughs> Can I sit here? Sure, no problem. Let me move my bag. Thanks. I like your sunglasses. Thanks. My mom picked them out. <laughs> really? Sorry, it was supposed to be a joke. A funny one. <laughs> Sorry, this is my first time on a bus. How old are you? 23. And this is your first time on a bus? I have to go to the art museum. Do you know where that is? Yeah, I can usually find my way there. I don't usually dress like this. Like this? My friend picked the dress out. I know it looks dumb on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell you what, I live pretty close to the art museum. I'll get off and transfer with you, then I'll walk you right where you need to be. Really? Yeah, no problem. As long as you're fine with me being your guide. No, not at all. Thank you so much. Do you take the bus a lot? Every day. This is my first time. I know, you've told me. <laughs> Why are you going to the art museum? My friend's getting married tomorrow. Her rehearsal dinner is at the museum. We're doing a photo shoot and everything, too. They have good food at the museum. Must be a fancy reception. I'm sure it'll be the same as every wedding. You don't sound too excited. Seems like someone gets married every other month. <laughs> Wait till you're in your 30s and everyone starts having kids. Weddings are way more fun than one-year-old birthday parties. <laughs> How old are you? 36. You don't look that old. Thanks. I think. So, you're 23. Are you in school or anything? No, I'm taking some time off. I went to culinary school, though. You're a chef? No, I dropped out the first year. Why? I was really into cooking when I was in college. I'd always cook big dinners for my friends. Cooking was like the only time I was ever happy. Everyone said I should go to culinary school and become a real chef. So I dropped out of Kent State my junior year, and I tried it. Why not? I'm a vegetarian. So? Well, they make you cook meat in culinary school. It's not something you can opt out of. Not to mention the teachers made us eat everything we cooked. I had to carve fat off raw steak butts, butcher dead chickens, pull bones out of fish guts. Sounds appealing. <laughs> my instructors gave me a hard time about it. One of them said that a vegetarian trying to be a chef was like a blind person trying to paint a landscape. I dropped out a few days later. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. Did you go back to college then? I didn't fill the forms out in time. Your culinary school teacher would have hated me. I'm a blind landscape painter. Oh, really? <laughs> My stuff is more abstract. It's a little hard to explain. What's so hard to explain? Are you familiar with synesthesia? Like laughing gas? No. <laughs> it's where sensory pathways get crossed. People hear colors, or they taste numbers, or even smell days of the week. Oh, okay. Everyone does that. Mm, no, actually. It's quite rare. Well, you're talking about how, like, songs and numbers have their own colors, right? Yes, th those are forms of it. Yeah, everyone does that. Do you do that? Well, like how that song is blue, but the word blue is actually yellow. Wow. 
Do you only do it with music and numbers, or do you also experience ordinal-linguistic personification? Um, <laughs> what? Uh, ordinal-linguistic personification. It's where you associate personalities with letters and numbers. Everyone does that. No, that's also rare. It's like, for example, the number one is a gentle nurse. Number two is a mean teacher. Number three is a superhero. A four is a soldier. A five is a diva singer, like that. No, no, it's totally different for me. One is a stand-up guy. Two is a girly girl. Three is kind of like a soccer player. Four is a tattletale bitch. Five is really cool, a guy like a, like a guy in a red Ferrari. I've been working on this project for two years, and you're the only you're one of the only people I've met in the wild who also experiences it. Are you messing with me? Ask some people in your family if they do it too. There really hasn't been enough research on the phenomenon to know if it runs in families or not. Well, if it's a real thing, why isn't there more research on it? Because it's not exactly a bad thing, and it's not exactly a good thing. It's not detrimental, but it's also not advantageous. And yet, there is an artistic connection. Some famous examples of people with it are Vladimir Nabokov, uh, Duke Ellington, Franz Liszt, probably Rimbo. You mean the Sylvester Stallone movie? <laughs> the French poet. I don't know who any of those people are. Well, I do it too, so now you know me. Jason Morello. Uh, I'm Julia. <laughs> nice to meet you, Julia. Sounds like our first stop. Uh, come on, let me be your guide. Oh, okay, I'm... Here, come on. What's that? My walking stick. Wait, you're blind? Well, why didn't you just tell me you were blind in the first place? It's not obvious. Well, I thought you were just wearing those hipster glasses to look cool. Do I look like a hipster? Don't make fun of me. It sounds like you're making fun of me. Oh, you know you look good. Wait, are you mad at me? Well, you made all those jokes about being blind on the bus. I always make jokes like that. It's what I do. I'm blind. I have to make people laugh so I know whether or not they're still there. <laughs> Julia? Are you still there? Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, good. There you are. I, I just feel stupid. Don't. Okay? You know, I once worked on a floor with a woman for three years, and she never acknowledged me. Even when we were on the elevator alone, she'd hold her breath and walk really quiet, <laughs> like she could hide from me. Why did she want to hide from you? I don't know. I haven't thought of Sandra the secretary in years. I don't know why I told you that. There's a dead parakeet in the freezer. I keep pretending it's not there. I'm secretly waiting for someone else to go in there to get a microwave dinner and finally notice it. Um, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I work at a pet store. When animals die, I put them in the freezer until I figure out what to do with them. The same place you put your microwave dinners? There's only one freezer in the break room. Just how often does this happen? This month? You'll stuff dead animals under your frozen pizzas, and yet you won't cook meat in culinary school? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. You're still there. So, I've been meaning to ask something since we got off the bus. Yeah? Your shoes. They're loud. Oh, uh, they're high heels. Sounds like there's metal in them. They're kind of.
kind of run down, so the metal rods and the high heel part have scraped through. Is that comfortable? I'm used to it. What? I just don't believe it's comfortable to walk around like that. They're the only shoes I have that go with this outfit. So why wear that outfit? All the bridesmaids have to dress like this tonight. Wait, Jason, stop! What's wrong? You almost stepped on a dead bird. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding! Here! The dead birds just follow you around. Uh, no, that one looked like a... Wait. Uh, where are we? We're not by the bus stop? No, I, I don't think so. What street are we on right now? 17th, I think. 17th? And what? Chester. Wait, how did we get over here? Well, I don't know. I was following you. No, we have to be on Euclid Avenue. Which way is it? I don't know. I'm all turned around. Which way is north? I don't know. Which way is Lake Erie? That's north. Well, it's not like I can see the lake from here. Okay, well, is there someone we can ask? No. But what about someone over there? I hear someone right over there. I'm not asking that guy. Jason, he looks homeless. He probably knows which way the lake is. Do you have enough room on the seat, Julia? Yeah, I'm fine. Why do you keep asking me that? I just don't. I just want to make sure I'm not taking up too much space. I heard something on NPR about man spreading. <laughs> I don't listen to NPR. But neither do I, not really. I enjoy a good radio drama now and then. Ooh, I don't need any more drama in my life. Manspreading is when men occupy too much space. Hmm, uh, what's mansplaining? All right, <laughs> sorry. I was just trying to be considerate. So how do you get around every day? I buy a monthly bus pass. But how do you find your way to the different buses? I have a system. I don't deviate from it much. Sorry for making you go out of your way today. I don't mind at all. I can hang out at the museum and check out the new exhibits. But... Um... Go on. How, how do you actually know what anything is? I usually get a docent. A tour guide? What do they do? Describe the art to me. Well, what's the point of that? How do you usually consume visual art? I look at it. Okay, well, what do you look for? I don't know. I just look at it. That's it? Well, isn't that all you're supposed to do? I like to know how a piece is composed, and what kind of materials were used, and how they were put together, how all the parts work, and what kind of story it tells. Yeah, but how do you know that this tour guide is actually telling you the truth? I'm not sure what a museum employee has to gain by misleading a blind <laughs> art history professor. Well, maybe they're bored. Or just a crappy person. <laughs> like that secretary that used to hide from you on the elevator, Sandra. Anything's possible. Well, what's the point of going to the museum in the first place? Why don't you just ask someone on the bus to tell you about a painting in a book? All right, but you could just use the same logic for sighted people. But why don't you just look at a painting in a book? Why bother going to a museum at all? I'm only going for my friend's rehearsal. When was the last time you even went to a museum? Mm, probably in high school, on a field trip. Too bad you don't have more time. I think it'd be fun to walk around the art museum with you. I can be a little late. To your friend's wedding? It's just a rehearsal dinner. Julia? Oh, uh, over here. 
I was just looking at this big one. Oh, what's got you so enthralled? It's called Cupid and Psycho. <laughs> Psyche. It's Cupid and Psyche. Well, it's cool. Well, tell me about it. Um, it's about a guy sneaking out on a girl after a one-night stand. I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs> she looks happy, though. Like she'll see him again. She doesn't know yet. It's like this weird moment in time that's just frozen. It's so short, but there's so much going on. A weird moment in time. I think that's what a lot of art strives to accomplish. Jason? Dora? Oh my gosh, how are you? What are you doing here? Uh, leading a field trip. We just finished. Oh, okay. I heard you on the radio last week. I'm still trying to get a hands on my co a copy of your new book. Are you still at the Morgan? Yeah, I'm curating a show there this month all about Mayan paper making. And I'm teaching an art history class at Oberlin this semester. That was my field trip. The students met me out here. How convenient. It's been insane since I got back from Indonesia. I'm sorry. Who is this? This is my friend Julia. Julia, this is Dora Hildegard. She's an expert on ancient Mayan paper making. Wow. I work at a pet store. <laughs> are you one of his students? No, Dora. She's just a friend. Right. Where are your students, Dora? I should get going. <clears throat> but it was good running into you, Jason. We should get together sometime soon. It was nice meeting you, Julia. <coughs> Julia. Sorry. It's okay. How do you know her? Is she gone? Yeah? We went to art school together, and we dated. You did? She's really pretty. She's really crazy. <laughs> you know how paper makers are. <laughs> <laughs> Is she really crazy? Or are you just saying that because she's your ex-girlfriend? No, she's bonkers. Well, I think she still likes you. I know. Don't be surprised if she starts stalking you. <laughs> Wait, why would she stalk me? Because she thinks she gets ideas. Don't be surprised. Uh, ideas? I could tell she thinks you're pretty. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. You're still there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there are my friends. Is this where I leave you? I guess. Uh, thanks for bringing me here. It wasn't a problem. I had a great time today, Julia. Yeah, me too. And I'd really love to talk more with you about synesthesia. What? Your hearing colors. Oh, right. You mean that perfectly normal thing that everybody does. <laughs> oh, good. You're still there. <laughs> You're charming. What? What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, being in my friend's wedding? Uh, right. Uh, what about Sunday? I usually do laundry at my parents, but I don't know how I'll get there with my car in the shop. I have a washer and dryer at my place. Yeah? Uh, where do you live? Uh, right by here, off the bus line. I can really come over and do my laundry? Yeah, as long as you let me pick your brain. Who? Oh, pick my brain? I want to hear more about your sensory experiences, like hearing colors. Okay. <laughs> Julia, where have you been? What happened to your hair? I'll be right over. We're taking pictures, you know. And we have got to fix your hair. I know, I know. Sounds like your entourage. <laughs> what? Uh, here's my car. 
Give me a call Sunday morning. Okay, I will. Hello? Jason, did I catch you working out? Dora, are you calling from a different number? I got a new cell phone. It was good seeing you the other day. I hoped we could catch up more, but you seemed preoccupied. What kind of aspiring artist is she? What makes you think she's an artist? Please, it was obvious how she was looking at you. How was she looking at me? You play like you don't know how these young girls are around you, but you know. You know, Jason. Dora, please stop this. We broke up years ago. You were sleeping with one of your students. You need to stop with those rumors. They were one thing back then. They're different now. They're not rumors. I went out with a woman in the folk art class I taught at the Cleveland Heights Recreation Center. It wasn't like I was sleeping with an undergrad. You cheated on me. We weren't serious. I don't care what you do anymore, Jason, but I don't think it's right how you lead these girls on. Right. And you just happened to be at the museum for a field trip? I just don't want you to hurt anyone else. Stop following me. Stop bothering my girlfriends. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Pardon me. Be careful getting out of the bus with that basket, miss. Oh, I got it. Thanks. 603. 603. Hello? Oh, hi, Jason. It's me, Julia. Hey there. Your building is really nice. Do you want to go out and get coffee? I don't think I have enough to make a full pot here. Wow. That's a great view of Cleveland. It almost makes me feel like I live in a real city. <laughs> you are like a real grown-up. Thanks, I think. <laughs> I just mean that your place is so nice. And clean. I paid my housekeeper extra to come over last night. You have a housekeeper? Wait, so why are you making me do my own laundry? You want me to call Anita and ask her to come back over? No, I was kidding. Don't make anyone do my laundry. It's not like she's my butler or anything. I just need extra help with things sometimes. Hey, if it's I could easier afford... to pay someone to do it, you know? If I could afford a housekeeper, I'd have one too. Then let me be your butler. Where is your laundry? Regular black latte with soy milk? That's us. Thanks, Rico. No problem, Dr. Morello. Dr. Morello? He's one of my former students. You're pretty young to be a college professor. I look good for my old age, remember? I meant that you've accomplished so much. I've had a lot of good luck and a lot of help along the way. Because you're blind? You're blunt. Sorry, I I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're charming. Ready? Yeah, let's go. And this? Blue. Really? You said that about the last one. That one was like primary blue. This one is more sky blue. Interesting. What about this? Purple and black. Now, I think this is blue. How do you know what blue is? I know a lot about blue. It's between green and violet on the spectrum. It's one of the three primary colors. It's associated with coolness, calmness, and sadness. It has shorter wavelengths than red and yellow, which is why the sky looks blue. 
No, many languages don't have a word for it. In Japanese, they use the same word for blue and green. In ancient Greece, they had one word for dark blue and another for light blue. Of course, back then, glaucos, the word for light blue, could also mean yellow or light green or even gray. Hence why, in so many epic poems of that time, goddesses were referred to as gray-eyed. Gray is not actually a common eye color. Uh, what they meant was blue. Okay, Professor, I get it. You know a lot. <laughs> this is what I study. I think a lot about this stuff. I think a lot about it. Uh, hey, do you think your laundry is done? Oh, I completely forgot. Oh, it's late. Is it? Well, yeah, it's after nine. Want me to check on your clothes? No, um, I'll, I'll go get it. Well, hold on. I'll come with you. You're taking your coat to the laundry room? Well, I'll walk you out of the building after we get your laundry. Yeah, it's getting late. I probably should go. I'll call an Uber. Hey, I know how to ride the bus now. It's late, though. It's only nine. You don't want to take your clean clothes on the bus. <laughs> you don't have to wait with me. I'm trying to be a gentleman. You already are one. You think? Yeah, you took me to the museum. You let me do my laundry at your apartment. You cleaned, or well, you had your housekeeper cleaned, and you have a housekeeper, and you bought me coffee. <laughs> when you put it that way, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> good? <laughs> I think this is me. Do you need help? I, I got it. Um, thanks for everything, Jason. I had a really good time. Anytime. Hold on. Do you want to come over to my place sometime? I could cook you dinner. Yeah? Yeah, I can try out some of that stuff I learned in culinary school on you. Maybe. You don't have any dead birds in your freezer, do you? <laughs> don't worry. When can you have me? What about Tuesday? It's basically what happens when the engine overheats. Usually caused by low oil. How much is it going to cost? Here's the rest of it. Thanks. Hey, Mom. Julia, where were you this weekend? You always do your laundry on Sunday. My car's in the shop, remember? Your father was worried. Tell Dad I'm fine. What's going on with the car? It was the oil, wasn't it? I met a guy this weekend. At the wedding? No, on the bus. Julia. He's kind of a famous art professor. He's written three books. How old is he? Early 30s? And you met him on the bus? He's coming over for dinner tonight. To your apartment? No, I'm going to grill kebabs for him in the parking lot. Well, I hope you clean. He might take one look at the place and run. Actually, he's blind. You just said he was an art teacher. He is. How blind is he then? <laughs> like all the way blind. Not another one of your pets. My pets? First, there was the baby squirrel with no tail that fell down our chimney. Then, that one-eyed rabbit you begged your father to let you bring home, the one you didn't take care of. And then there was that turtle with the smashed shell, the one that basically died of depression. Anyway, Mom, there's uh, something else I wanted to ask you. Do you hear colors when you listen to music? Do I hear colors when I listen to music? What about Dad? Does he hear colors? Does this have something to do with drugs? <laughs> what about Grandma? 
Grandma is prescribed those drugs. No, Mom, does she hear colors? Julia, I don't know what this is about, but I don't think it's very funny. I'm not trying to be funny, Mom. You give good directions. This was exactly 16 steps from the elevator. I thought your feet might be bigger than mine, so I subtracted some. <laughs> you brought wine. Is that okay? Yeah, it's great, thanks. Oh, I'm sorry, come on in. Smells great. Thanks. I'll um, open this. Let me find a corkscrew. Pretty sure I have one. It's a screw top, Julia. Oh, cool, great. <laughs> you think of everything. This was one of the best meals I've had in a long time. Now, I've never had broccoli pesto before. I ran out of basil. But don't go telling me your secrets. More wine? Yeah. You know, I think your culinary school teachers were wrong about you. Oh, about how I put too much cilantro in everything? No, about limited because you don't work with meat. This was one of the most flavorful meals I've had in a long time. Now, you cooking without animal products is more of an accomplishment than a blind guy painting an abstract landscape. What about you? I, I've seen your paintings. It's pretty unbelievable that you're blind. You've seen my paintings? I googled you. <laughs> Please don't tell me you're stalking me. I can't handle another one of those. I googled you. I didn't exactly hire a private eye. It was a joke. <laughs> uh, mind if I check your place out? Sure. I. Uh, cleaned, but there's some stuff. Hold on. Well, it's okay. I'd just like to get a lay of the land. Oh, th that's the radiator. Is it on? No, it's September. Uh, I know that, but it's warm. Oh my god, it is on. I thought it was just hot. Good, I thought it was just me. <laughs> no, I must have pressed that by accident or something, or maybe... Hi. Hi. Oh, uh... Is this okay? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you want to just go in my room? Lead the way. Jason? Jason. What are you doing in the dark? Julia, sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. The train woke me. Why are you dressed? I've got an early meeting, a lot to get ready for. I didn't know that. I just remembered it. Wait, you just remembered at four in the morning? I have no idea what time it is. Were you trying to sneak out of here or something? But I didn't want to wake you. I was trying to be considerate. You thought it was considerate to leave right after we just had sex? That was a few hours ago, right? Did you drink the rest of the wine without me or something? Oh my god, was I bad in bed? Julia, <laughs> look, I didn't think you'd care if I spent the night or not. Frankly, I'm a little surprised by this. This is just like that stupid painting you like. You're sneaking out of here just like Psycho. It's Psyche, and besides, Cupid's the one who leaves, not Psyche. Right, you're so much smarter than me. Julia. I have an early meeting, but lots to do. It'd be nice to sleep in my own bed. 
If you had a real job, you'd probably understand that. I do have a real job. There's a world of difference between what I do and what you do. Wow. Okay, then. Julia, look, I like you. I think you're fun, but I thought it was understood what was happening here. That I didn't realize that you were so... What? So what? Young. Just go. It's 4, 15, and 84 degrees. This is Donald Lewis Osler bringing you the news. After the next break, we'll be talking in the studio with local artists and activists Jason Marillo about the importance of educational opportunities. Can you change the station, Kevin? Still like NPR. Julia, the weird old goth chick is hanging out in the bird department again. The chick's kind of hot. I'm still on break, Vanessa. How old do you think she is? I'm just letting you know. Uh, she's harmless. I'll go help her if you don't want to. She's weird. <laughs> Hi, can I help you? Hi. I don't know if you remember me. I'm Dora. Jason's ex-fiancé. I remember you, Dora. Do you want to buy a bird? No. I came here to warn you about him. You're obviously very young. You deserve to know what he's really like before he lures you in, too. It's okay. He's very charming at first. That's how he gets in. His whole, look at me, I'm a cute, silly, blind guy. But don't feel sorry for him. He knows what he's doing. You know, parakeets actually make good pets, but they require a lot of attention. They get upset if you leave them alone too long, so it's a good idea to get two of them. They form attachments to each other. They get depressed when they're separated. Are you even listening to me, Julia? I think that's how the one died. I sold his brother the day before. When I came in three days later, he was stiff in his cage. Just lying there like a regular bird, dead on the sidewalk. Have you ever seen one of those? They fly into windows on clear, sunny days, seeing the reflection of the sky. They don't slow down at all, and then it kills them, and they drop to the ground. I have seen dead birds on the sidewalk before. I never thought about where they came from until now. Now that you know, you'll start seeing them everywhere. So anyway, if you want to buy a bird, I can help you. But if you're just coming here because you're obsessed with some guy who's not that into you, I need you to stop hanging out at my work. I don't think you understand. If it makes you feel any better, Jason's not that into me either. It was really dumb, you know? He's obviously cute and everything, but I still thought I was so special. Like I was doing him a favor or something. He's really good at that making people feel special. You're right, he knows what he's doing. And it wasn't right of him to do whatever he did to you. So would you like to actually buy a pet? The birds are all very nice here. I don't need any birds. Hey, those are my pizza rolls. Here you go. How many dead animals are in here? I put a hamster in there last month. <laughs> I'm trying to find my bird. Your bird? I'm gonna bury it. Order up, salmon du jour, flank steak. Thanks, Julia. No, Julia. Yes, chef. 
great job tonight. Thanks for jumping on the line. Hey, no problem, Chuck. See you tomorrow. Oh, and hey, if you're taking the bus, make sure you got your night roll handy. Lots of weirdos out there. <laughs> I'm not scared of the bus, Chef. Hi, Mom. What's up? Your father wants to know why you haven't cashed our check yet. I told you I don't need it. Julia, you've been back in school for a year. Your father doesn't... We don't mind helping you buy a new car. I don't need a car. I take the bus everywhere. Your father worries about you. Tell Dad I bring my knife roll everywhere, too. Bus is here, Mom. Gotta go. 